Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk. But first, let's have a look at the main business stories in the newspapers and websites. And as usual, we will do so with Aidan Donnelly from Davies. Good morning. Majin wa, Aidan. How are you, Joe? You well? I'm not too bad, Aidan. I'm well to go I'm well to go Now, can we start with a story from Reuters? Connor Humphreys and Reuters writes about the air, air cap. Yeah, indeed, he did. They they released results yesterday, and and just for a little bit of background, for people who might not know, Aircap obviously based here in Ireland, but um, uh, listed in the US. They're the world's largest aircraft lessor, and they became that um, when they took over uh, GCAS in 2021, and they're by far the, the the biggest player in this space. But they released numbers that were very strong and beat full year earnings targets, um, and announced a 500 million. Uh, dollar share buyback um, um, basically what they're seeing here is that their lease rates are going up and they're saying they're going to continue to go up because of some key factors that are, are, are going on in the uh, aviation industry particularly around the fact that you know post lockdown where they're seeing strong demand uh, you know airlines across the globe are seeing strong demand from from travelers wanting to get back on um, and there's also significant delays from a lot of the major man- aircraft manufacturers um, that means that you know if, if airlines need extra aircraft they're going into the lease market for them rather than than acquiring them new I'm surprised that they've had such good results given the fact that they've had to write off quite a few planes in Russia yeah, that's right. Yeah, they're they're in the courts in in London now as we speak. Um, they basically have an insurance claim in on the fact that they lost 116 aircraft and 23 engines um, when when sanctions hit Russia. Basically, Russia have just taken control of them and and, and uh, are not paying them and, and and refusing to give the aircraft back. So they're, they're looking to try to get insurance, an insurance claim against this. It's going to be interesting and it's going to be certainly a, a long legal battle because needless to say, the insurance companies don't want to necessarily hand over money that they don't have to because what they're saying is, well, you actually haven't lost the plane. Um, the plane still exists. It's there. It's just that you can't get your hands on it. So it's going to be an interesting legal and argument. It, and it, it could set a legal precedent. Yeah, we'll be watching that one very carefully. Sarah Collins in the Irish Independent is writing about another Irish big company threatening to move its stock exchange listing. Yeah, this is this was out yesterday. Um, CRH, uh, the big building materials giant, is saying that it hasn't ruled out leaving the Irish stock exchange altogether. But its main issue is that it's considering moving its its prime, it's what it's called its primary listing from London to New York. Um, we've seen this uh, a few Irish companies. Certainly, Flutter was the second company uh, to talk about this potentially moving. To, to really just follow in their businesses as, as they become much more US-centric businesses. Um, and, and certainly in the case of, of CRH, you're looking at something around like 75% of its, its uh, earnings are coming from the US, up from about a 50% a decade ago. So it becomes it's becoming much more of a US operation company, although Europe still is, is key to them um, and, and they would argue critical. Um, but there's, they're, they're deciding whether they should relist on, or, or have their primary list in New York. And look, European companies do this all the time. They look at it and, and, on the belief that, you know, typically US companies trade on a, on a higher uh, valuation multiple. So if you move over there, you have a different set of shareholders or investors, and maybe you get a higher um, valuation as a result of that. Um, 
So it's just time will tell. Indeed. And it's, it must be worrying for Isaac because it's not a huge index of the main Irish companies. And to lose potentially two big constituent parts of it must be worrying for Isaac. Um, uh, Owen Burke Kennedy in the Irish Times, he's writing about the Exchequer tax returns which were out yesterday afternoon. Yeah, some good news here uh, because data for the first two months have shown that um, the the exchequer returns remain very, very strong. And in particular, actually, VAT has generated more than 700 million and more than at the same point last year. It's up nearly 21 percent. Now, obviously, there is there is a, a, a sting in the tail here because the vast majority of, of that gain is because obviously with inflation uh, strong in, 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 in Ireland, when that feeds through to higher prices in, in, um, at the tail, obviously VAT just goes on top of that. So your VAT receipts are, are always going to be stronger. Uh, but they are seeing uh, decent growth in, in, in other parts of, of, of the exchequer numbers as well. And overall, um, you know, government collected 11.4 billion in taxes in January and February, which was, which, uh, was nearly 1.3 billion or 12.5% or of the same period last year. And what is interesting in this is when when you look at the numbers, they did actually manage to go into deficit because they've transferred uh, nearly four billion into uh, the the National Reserve Fund, or, or otherwise known as the Rainy Day Fund, um, uh, which was announced late last year. And they were going to put two billion in last year, four billion in here in this year, just to kind of provide a bit of a buffer against any future shocks that that might hit the economy. Yeah, and that's really interesting because I suspect we'll get a lot more of that um, if, as these as these uh, corporate um, tax returns or corporation tax returns come into force, um, that the government will be setting aside more and more money into this rainy day fund just in case uh, things go wrong. And and remember, of course, um, it's very difficult to lock that money in, isn't it, Aidan? Because a, a future government could come in and say, according to our political perspective, it is lashing rain out there. Yeah, exactly, and that and that is the thing. And I think ultimately, for for a lot of these um, types of rainy day funds to work, there needs to be a kind of a a very clearly stated um, agenda as to what is a rainy day and what's only mild drizzle. Mm-hmm. Um, and I and I think that's going to be key because you know we obviously had it in the past, and 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 it was used to in in in, in during the global financial crisis. But but I think you're right. You know, with corporate tax rates. Are corporate tax take continue to be very strong. The risk is that if, if you don't kind of squirrel it away, you know, you, you start seeing current expenditure getting out of control. And then when it disappears, you, you don't have that buffer because unfortunately the revenue may disappear, but but the cost is very, very difficult to roll back on public expenditure um, just because the, the, um, the, the revenue drip dips off, you know. Yeah, once you turn on the tap, it's very difficult to t- uh, turn it off. Um, in terms of the big corporate results this week, we had a lot of Irish companies posting their big annual uh, results. Glanbia, Permanent TSB, Grafton, CRH. Did we get a sense uh, that they're mostly doing well? Yeah, in general, they, they, you know, there's obviously bits and pieces that will be difficult for, for, for you know, different parts of the businesses, uh, you know, for, for some have, have been difficult. But in general, they actually, they, they, they have been pretty good. Um, you know, I, I think the other thing, too, to bear in mind is that the, the days are long gone that you have 
companies coming out and completely surprising the market with news because they, they, the information flow in terms of trading statements and all is, 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 is very well established now. So most companies uh, will have worked with analysts and will have worked with, with the market in terms of, of giving them decent visibility all the way through the year. But I think the, the in, in general, you know, the numbers have been good and, and you know, it's, it speaks to, uh, a, a, you know, a general improvement over, over you know, 2021. OK, well, um Aidan, Dara Shachtan Amagat. Have a lovely weekend, Aidan. That's Aidan Donnelly from Davy Stone. Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk. Stockbroker.